0: Welcome back to another beautiful Tuesday, not Tuesday, sorry, Thursday, got my days mixed up. Welcome to another beautiful Thursday afternoon. If you don't know where you are, you're at the rainy day horror show with your best podcast host in the universe, me, Dusty McBalls, aka the certified cougar hunter, aka the man with the biggest testicles in the universe, just swinging back and forth, alright, now, you guessed it, we're back with another horror movie review, and yes, I know, I said on Tuesday, I was going to do, like, Happy Gilmore, or Austin Powers, just because I have some personal things going on, but you know what, I don't care, alright, I'm gonna be doing a a horror movie that I saw a while ago, okay, I'm doing, I can't, watch horror movies still. So these are going to be ones that I've seen a little bit ago that I think you guys should go and check out, okay? I might do two, but I'm for sure going to do one, okay? And the one we're going to do is Cadaver, all right? And it's going to be it's going to be the same rundown, the synopsis, you know, the summary or whatever, and then I'm going to tell you the box office and stuff like that, where it came from, and then my opinion, and then at the end of this episode, I will tell you what is going on, and why I can't watch horror movies right now, so, alright, stay tuned for that, because it's a fucking wild one, and it's going to be fun. So, without further ado, let's get into the synopsis summary of Cadaver. Okay, now the little synop, synopsis, synipsal, nipsy hustle, okay, here we go, sorry, 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 okay, here we go, alright, so the synopsis for this movie is, in the starving aftermath of a nuclear disaster, a family accepts a charitable offer which turns into a sinister game. Ooh, spooky, spooky noises. Ooh. Okay. So cadaver takes place in Norway. All right. But in this town, it just got hit with, well, it just, it, they're in the middle of like a serious, like nuclear war aftermath thing. Kind of like, um, what's the game? Oh shoot. What is the game? Like Metro Exodus. That's the one I was thinking of. Metro Exodus, okay? Now, it starts out with you meeting this family. Um, shit, I forgot their names. Hold on, let me look it up. I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. With you meeting the mom, Lenora, the husband, Jacob, and their daughter. Now, as... You watch this movie, it, the opening, like, little bit, like, the first 30 minutes is of them just living in, like, a really, really shitty town, obviously, because it just got, you know, blown to bits, and there's a lot of crime, a lot of death, a lot of famine, a lot of just bad shit going on, and this family is, you know, just trying to scrape by, so... You see them walking down the street in the opening a little bit and they're trying to collect food stuff like that and Lenora the mom sees this dude like with this chart, like not chart, like with this chariot. It's kind of like the same exact one from Resident Evil Village the one with the big fat guy in it that sells you weapons and stuff like that. It's like that. And she receives three tickets and he said like this play that they're being invited to is free. So she accepts it and they go home. And as you go upstairs, their neighbors, the doors creaked open a little bit and somebody hung themselves. So they go into the room, they kind of, you know, like hurry their daughter in there to try and shield her from, you know, the horrors that is going on out there. And they have dinner and as they're laying down and going to bed, the wife brings it up, like, hey, we should go to this play. It's at the hotel on the top of the hill. Like, it would be perfect for us. It's, like, all included, meals, everything. So, it's, like, um, what is it? It's, like, a walkthrough. Kind of when you go to, a like, a haunted house, you walk through it, and it's all interactive. It's like that. And the husband is kind of, like, he's, like, eh. But he's, like, he's reluctant, and they go to the play the next night. And they get all suited up, they get all nice and tidy, they get their, you know, best clothes on that you can in this post-apocalyptic world. And as they go there, they're all dressed up, um, you find out that the mom was an actor. I can't remember if she was an actor in plays, or if she was, like, an actual TV actor. I think she was a play actor. And... They go up there, and the dude's punching their tickets and everything. It's Lenora, the husband, and their daughter. And as you are, as they're walking up and punching the tickets, the guy that's punching the tickets says their daughter can't come in because it's 18 and up, for obvious reasons on which you will find out. And... As they're trying to explain, and like, hey, just let us in, blah, 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 the owner of the play, or the hotel, Matthias, he says, just, it's okay, she can come in, just let her in, and so they go in, they go into this beautiful, like, grand hotel, and they sit down, and Matthias explains the, um, the, what's gonna happen to him, like, the interactive part of it, and then, he brings them food, he feeds them, and then he gives them a gold mask. And he said, you have to keep this mask on because this mask will be your, like, protection against the play people. So if you, as long as you have the mask, the people in the play won't suspect that you are also in on it. So they put on the mask and they start exploring the hotel and a lot of weird shit is happening, right? Um... You see this one scene where people are the doors open and people are watching a couple having having sex, and then you also see um, arguing and stuff like that. But you find out later in the film that it's not like this is not really arguing, and it is a ploy to get people to take off their mask. And at one point, halfway through the film. Lenora and the husband and the husband their daughter goes missing so they're looking all around for her and they can't find her and so it becomes this huge wild goose chase to find their daughter and she's like exploring like what's going on in the hotel and all of the horrors that are going on in this hotel and she ends up finding her daughter her daughter's dress all bloody in this other pile of clothes and as She's like exploring and doing all of this weird shit. You find out that some of the people that she talked to with the mat when they had their masks on, like some of the other people that were at the dinner that were given those masks, were also part of the play. And the whole point of this place is to get people to take their masks off. And Lenora ends up finding out as she's exploring and finding these trap doors. That they're actually killing the guests that come to watch the play. And they're actually feeding them to other people. And everybody eventually finds that out. And then Matthias, the head guy, tries to get Lenora to join his play and get in on his scheme. And she says no. She ends up exposing him because his cast members didn't know what's going on with the people. And... Yeah, he gets exposed and basically, and the end, he doesn't, I forgot what happens at the end. Fuck, that would probably be very, very helpful right now, but I'm trying to think. I think he dies. Yes, he dies. Um, Lenora stabs him in the stomach and he dies. And then everybody, all the guests, all of the actors, they walk out and... That is basically the end of the story. I kind of explained it really, really poorly, but just take my word for it. It is a really, really good movie. Usually, I I write down on note cards of like what's going on and stuff like that to kind of like point me in the right direction of how to explain this. But there was no, you know, shit on Cadaver, and that's because it's a foreign film. Like I said earlier, it's filmed in Norway. So, it's in Dutch. So, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, like, I know sometimes we, like, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that will do, like, a little synopsis and, like, usually can find a summary on it. But I couldn't find a summary on it from, like, anybody of, like, what was going on. So, yeah. Just watch it. Trust me. Take my word for it. It is really, really good. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 33%, but fuck Rotten Tomatoes, okay? You gotta trust me. It's a really good movie. Alright, I have not let you guys down yet. Okay? Alright? Don't, don't, no. Alright? I give you guys great movies. Okay? And since it's only, we're only a little bit into this, I will do a second movie. And it's called Finley. And this one is actually free on YouTube. You can go ahead and watch it. It's only 25 minutes long. And it is really, really good. Um, It's basically like a little dummy, like a ventriloquist dummy, who who gets, like, unlocked in this box, and then he, like, he was chained to this box, and they, you know, when these people moved in, they popped the top off of it, put the chains off, and, like, had him just laying around the house. Well, it is so funny, because he has, like, this thing where he wants to kill everybody in that house, but, like, the entire movie, he can't do it. Like, he's just really, really bad at murdering people. So, towards the end of the film, as he's trying to kill these people, it is so funny. He, the, this family ends up getting robbed. And, Finley, the badass, little, ventriloquist dummy that he is, he, ends up killing these robbers, and saves the family. But, at the end of the film, cause, (laughs) it's so funny, cause, up until the end, up until the robbers, he tries poisoning them, can't poison them he tries like putting a plastic bag over the dude's head while he's driving well he forgot to cover his mouth so the dude looks at him like what are you doing um what else did he oh he tried shooting a crossbow arrow at somebody in the head but as he tied the string he tied the string around the trigger and he went around a corner and pulled it the thing fell off and it shot an arrow into the you know into the roof and it is so funny And Finley has this weird fucking attachment to this, um, this cat, this black and white cat, where (laughs) when the robbers are tying everybody up and stuff like that, they're like, they're gonna kill the cat, right? And Finley goes into this whole panic mode, like, nobody kills the fucking cat. And that's what causes him to murder the robbers. It is so funny, and at the end, Finley eventually poisons all of them with eggnog, and it is He puts rat poison in the eggnog, and it is so funny. Highly recommend it. That movie actually has won a lot of awards at, like, conventions, and where else has it won awards? I think it was just at a shit ton of conventions, and it is so funny. I highly recommend it. Whoever made it was really, really good. Um, But yes, Cadaver, go and watch that. It is on Netflix, um, shot in Norway language is dutch so i had to watch with subtitles it's kind of like um it's a Who It, not really kind of a whodunit but like a little bit i don't know i thought it was really good okay and if you like that weird creepy like almost too far but not it's hold on let me take that back it's just far enough to the point where if it went a little bit more it could have been you know on the level of terrifier, but they did a really good job, okay, really, really good job, I couldn't find a budget, couldn't find a box office, um, what else, the actors' names, I try to announce them, but they, they're hard, okay, they're hard, but no, go watch Cadaver, go watch Finley, they are so, so good, okay, and I've never let you down with the great, you know, little shindig, okay? Now, I know why you're listening to this. It wasn't because of the movies. Well, it might have been a little bit. But you're probably tuned in to figure out why I can't watch horror movies right now. So, here we go. You ready for this? So, you guys remember my trail story, right? If you haven't heard of it, I highly recommend it. Go listen to it. It is on... I did it on... Bizarre Encounters, I did it on Where the Weird Ones Are The Red Pill Cartel um, which other one, there's another one Imaginarium of Thought I did it on an episode that's coming out soon and that was Let's Get Freaky with Tommy Cullums so that's coming out soon and I'll post it on my social media, Instagram The Renee Day Horror Show selfless You, Selfless YouTube plug, definitely but you know, whatever but That's the backstory to what's going on right now. So, I just found out that I have two demons attached to me. And they came from the trail. And one is in my closet, and he's probably listening to me right now as we speak. And I don't care. He can suck a dick, because he's going to be gone by tonight. And I have one in the basement in the mechanical room with where the water heater is, and all that stuff. That's down in the basement. And so, I got them from the trail, and the first encounter was months ago. Haven't done really anything about it. One night, I was taking a nap, and my girl, not one night, but one afternoon, I was taking a nap, and my girlfriend was watching TV in my room, and my closet door handle started to shake really bad so she when I woke up she told me about it and I went in there and there is the that thing that is in my closet that's on one of the top shelves and it's hunched over and it's like looking at me I can't see it I want to get that clear I can't see it so or I can't see the one in the basement all right just want to let you guys know I can't see them I'm, only my girlfriend can right now but I can hear them And I just, she's like, there is something up there and it's like, you know, it's not good. And rule of thumb, if it's crouched, usually is evil. So you want to steer clear of them. If somebody says that's a crouching spirit, back away from it, okay? Now, last week on Monday, I was about to go to bed and my Annabelle poster fell down. And I was like, well, what the hell? So I put it back up. And then on Saturday, my girlfriend was over. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to this thing. Because I'm pretty sure it pushed over my movie poster. And so I opened the closet and I started talking to it. Now, this thing doesn't want to speak to me. It does not, like, talk how I talk to you or you guys, like, how we normally conversate. It doesn't do it like that. It only shakes its head and points. So I asked it. I was like, are you here to hurt me? And it said, it shrugs. And usually a shrug is a yes. From my experiences. It's usually a yes. And then I said, are you evil? And it shrugged again. And I was like, I just asked out loud. I was like, where did you come from? Like, how did you find me? And it just pointed at me. And I was like, who were you attached to? And it pointed at me again. And then... And then I was like, "Okay, this thing is not nice. It does, you know, I got to get rid of it." So, I talked to one of my good friends, Davey wavy. Shout out to him. I owe him a lot for this. He is the host of the Red Pill Cartel. Go watch it. It he does a really really good show over there. I really like his stuff. He put me in touch with Vicky, and her Instagram is The Awaken Oracle, I believe. I think it's The Awaken Oracle. She is amazing and she helped me out a lot through this so i called her well didn't call her we talked she called me actually she called me on sunday and because saturday night i hit her up and i told her what what's going on and she reached out to me on sunday got on the phone and she explained to me yeah there's a demon in your house um and it hates you it really really hates you which i don't know why you could hate me I'm a pretty great dude. You just got to get to know me, right? That's what it is with everybody. Don't judge a book by its cover, all right? I have some flaws, yes. I might not be perfect, no, but I'm funny, okay? You get comedic relief with me, so these cocksuckers have no right to hate me. And so she says, yes, there is one demon in your house. And I was like, great. She's like, wait, let me take that back. There might be two, but I'm going to do a spiritual walkthrough Of your house, and I was like, okay, perfect. So, we were on the phone for a little bit, and she was like, "This is what this is what I want you to do because it is a demon, and it hates you, and we got to get it. It's going to ruin your life. It's going to affect you mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, it's it wants you. Like it wants you no longer. And now, yes, spirits can use people as conduits. That is true. I've seen it." And she's like, it wants to possess you. Now, I've read different things. I've read that it can actually possess you and have, you know, have you commit heinous things. Or it like puts a little chip in your brain and it tells you to do things kind of like schizophrenia, but not really schizophrenia. And it'll tell you you to hurt yourself or go do bad shit stuff. And I guess I've had these ones attached to me for a while now. And these things, after we kept talking and like she told me what to do and stuff like that and how to get rid of it, um, I was like, okay, cool. I'll I'll go get the stuff and we'll, me and my girl will get working on it asap. So, as we get off the phone, um, my girl wanted a Red Bull. This is Sunday night, so my I went to the gas station to get Red Bull and I went and to get some Starbursts. And I get a text while I'm at the gas station saying, um, there's a bird, like a goldfinch, slamming into the window repeatedly by the stairs. And I was like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. If you're into the paranormal, you know, you know that that's not good. And so I get home and I'm sitting on the couch and we're watching Pirates of the Caribbean together. And next thing you know, I hear three knocks on my front door window, just, or not, that was, it was, yeah, not four. I don't know why I did so many, but you know what I mean? And I get up, I go look over there and there's nothing. I was like, that's really weird. It was three. There's nobody over here. And I started telling her, I was like, where did you think it came from? Was it this window or was it the window to the, um, cause we have two French doors at the house that open up into the office. And I was like, do you think it's those windows? And she was like, no, I think it's the front door window. I was like, me too, I agree with you. And the next thing you know, we hear a growl. And I was like, oh, hell no. No, we are not doing this tonight. And so, after a little while, my girlfriend leaves and I go, I go to sleep. Not feeling great the next morning, so I don't go to work. Um, I'm at the house, just relaxing and I, nothing really happened throughout the day, nothing really happened throughout the day, until I was home alone for roughly around, I think it was like four to six I was home alone, because my brother had a baseball game, and I hear knocking, like over and over again, I just hear knocking, and then I got up to look, and I was like, obviously there's nothing there, like I'm the only one home, like there's, who would be there, so I go up, look, nobody there, and then I walk out to go to the pantry to get the cosmic brownie. Yeah, you guys know. Yep, you guys know what I mean. Them, them suckers are so good. So good. So I walk over to the pantry and I see a white apparition just standing there and it floats away. And I was just like, what the fuck? Okay, this is so dumb. I'm not doing this bullshit anymore. I'm not. I'm not. And then Tuesday rolls around. Um, I had a weird dream where I was, it was like two back to back dreams Two. it started. The first dream was I was like, I was Harry Potter. Like I was Harry Potter in the Hogwarts world and I was flip-flopping between, um, Harry and Hermione. And every time, like it would be, I'd be walking somewhere into this building or into one of their rooms and it would be it'd be like the normal vibrant colors. And then all of a sudden, it would go from like those vibrant colors to a black, light blue, blue, teal, light teal green. And just dark. And I was like, nope, not today. I was like, get out of my dreams. We are not doing this. And it would leave. And that's when I would swap characters. I'd black out for a second and then swap characters. And the next thing you know, I was Hermione. And I would just go back and forth. And then after that, I woke up. And then I was like, you know what, I'm still a little tired. So I go back to bed again, and I get hit with another dream. And this time, it's a picture, just a standstill picture of this girl with long, black, wet, greasy hair, blue, black, ashy skin. Wearing a white like medical gown, the one that like if you're a patient in the ER, when they tell you to strip down and put that on, that's what it was. And she had yellow eyes, like the really vibrant yellow eyes with really small black pupils. And I was like, no, get the, and I told her, I was like, get the fuck out of my dreams. Like I take my dreams serious. People don't fuck with my dreams, or I will beat you up. Okay. Nobody fucks with these dreams, alright? I love my dreams. They're like mini-movies in my head while I'm sleeping, okay? Don't fuck with my dreams. I take it seriously. So I was upset that that thing was coming into my dreams, okay? So, and then Wednesday, didn't really hear anything. Nothing too bad. Except after I had another phone call with Vicky. And she was telling me, hey, I did the walkthrough, there's actually two demons in your house and, cause she didn't know after the first phone call she's like, I have a feeling it's two, but I know there's one there for sure, so, I was like, okay, cool, two, we're gonna get this you know, done with, and she was like, um don't watch anything horror related don't do anything horror related, and I was like, I already, you don't gotta tell me twice okay, so, that's why I haven't been doing anything horror related And we haven't gotten it out yet. It's actually probably listening to this fucking conversation. It can suck my nuts. Do not care anymore. Okay? And that thing in the basement, he can also suck these nuts. Do not care. Because they're going to be gone soon. And she was telling me, like, hey, this is going to be a lot of work. All right? I got a grocery list of what you need to get. Go do it. And I was like, yes, ma'am. On it. So I'm getting the stuff today. Hopefully, we'll have these demons fucking out of here soon because I am sick of it. And last night, let me tell you something about last night. Wednesday night. Last night. I woke up. My stomach was kind of bothering me, right? You know, I ate some Chipotle. You know where this is going. So, it was like, you know, 2.30 in the morning. Around 2.30 in the morning. I had to take a massive shit, like, to the point where it is hurting. Like, you know when you get a shit to the point where you're nauseous? That's what it was. So... I go up, take a shit, come back, stomach's still a little bothering me, so I'm like, you know what, let me listen to some music to help me fall asleep and relax me a little bit, right? So I put on Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. That song is a certified banger. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about Michael Jackson. He knows how to make a hit. He's awesome. Love that song. Probably my favorite Michael Jackson song in the world. And so I'm sleeping there, I'm in and out of sleep, and all of the sudden, I hear a loud, massive, Bang. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I am going to bed now. And I shut my music off and here we are on the Thursday. But Jesus fucking Christ, I'm pissed off at these things. They're going to be out of here. Okay. I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. But yes, that is the reason why I haven't been able to watch any horror related, you know, movies, TV shows or anything like that. So what I'm going to do from here on out, just until I know this thing is gone for sure. I'm going to be doing, like, older horror movies that I've already seen and just bringing them to you guys so you guys can go out and watch them. Seriously, go watch Cadaver and Finley. All right, Finley is on, not Netflix, Finley is on YouTube, Cadaver's on Netflix. Okay, go watch them. I think they're really, really good. I love them. Um, I mean, you can't, you know, can't have always, every horror movie doesn't have to be, you know, phenomenal, okay? You know, there are some funny, stupid horror movies that you need to watch. If you don't love really bad horror movies, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to go out and watch some more, alright? Trust me. Bad horror movies are like the way of the future. Just kidding. Probably not, but it'd be cool if they were. But that's all I really got for you guys. Um, I know this episode was a little short on the whole horror movie thing, but I just wanted to give you guys some, you know, good horror movies that you guys should watch, so... That's really it. Um, I hope you guys' work week is going phenomenal. I start my new job on Monday. I'm so psyched for it. So it'll be fun. It'll be really, really fun. A new change of scenery. You know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of change. We all need that sometimes. But yes, that's really it. Um, yeah, let's yeah, let's spend some fucking money this you know this fucking weekend, right? Go out and party. Throw some dollar dollar bills, y'all. Shout out ODB. And I think that was Old Dirty Bastard. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't pay attention to rap as much as I used to. But, yeah. I hope you guys are doing good. Alright, remember. Stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing, stay safe. You beautiful fucking peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.